0: What's
1: up, everybody? Michael Ninja's back at it again. You know how I like to do it. Press record and speak with on my mind. How y'all doing today, people? I hope you're blessed. I hope you're being a blessing to
0: someone in need. Isaiah Thomas answered those two questions. What is systemic racism and how is the NBA supposed to help these players resolve that matter? So, so thank you for asking that question and bear with me a couple of minutes while I also give some history and some context to it. Because before 1492, there were people already here. We were already here. And, and Theodore Allen uh, writes, the, uh, writes a book in volume one of his book, uh, The Invention of the White Race. The invention of the right, of that invention of the white race, and we talk about race as a governing construct and as a social construct. As a governing construct, the white race has been granted certain rights, privileges, and in this membership of what we call this union of states, the United States of America. And the black race, the classified black race, status, black status, white status, the black race has been oppressed in this systemic system. So when we talk about ending systemic racism, we're talking about ending the classifications of these racial categories that grant benefits to different statuses of white and black. So we're, we're talking about attacking the whole system, not just race and racism, because race and racism are two different conversations. But when you add systemic to that, now you're talking about the United States government who has participated along with these, along in this system of oppressing the black race, the black status in this country. And they've done it through education, they've done it through employment, they've done it through redlining in our community in terms of housing. So when you look at poverty in our country right now, the classified black race status is 60% is living, at the poverty line or below. I was one that grew up below the poverty line, so I speak from my experiences and also my observation of what is taking place in this country.
1: Probably your most controversial thesis was that uh, that Africans, black Africans, came to North America before before Columbus. Yeah. Give us some insight into that research that, that, is, that increasingly caused That's you to come extremely back interesting to because I actually began 26 years ago attacking this thesis mm-hmm. because being trained at School of Oriental and African Studies, um, which is a stu- where we were led to do studies of primitives, all this was very strange to me. So when I read. I came here, and the very next day I came to this country, I read the, uh, this book, African, The Discovery of America, by Lewin, and I thought it was madness. I was very impressed by the linguistics, because I was both a linguist and anthropologist mm-hmm. at the time. I was very impressed by the linguist. How could you have such coincidences? But I s- actually wrote an article attacking this thesis, and I ended by saying, if anyone could show me just one image of an African in America before Columbus, I would begin to believe, and I sent it off to Random House. Uh, Charles Harris was the editor of some magazine, Amistad 2, and he called me a week late and he said, Van Sertman, something strange has happened in my table. He said, if anyone could show me the image of an African in America before Columbus, and I, that was the last sentence in your paper, and I turned it over; and There were six images of African America before Columbus because John Williams, the novelist, had met some strange German who was last of the royal family of Germany and he had spent many years um, in excavations etc and they come up with these these heads so I I then flew to Mexico to see von Uteno we became great friends I kept every year I would go into different field into botany the linguistics very and found that all sorts of things connected. Then I was surprised to find, after about five years, that I had collected twelve Europeans. The names of twelve Europeans who had actually seen or heard of blacks when they came, and that Christopher Columbus was the first of these. Christopher Columbus actually wrote in the Journal of the Second Voyage that when he was in Haiti, Native Americans came to them and told them that black-skinned people had come in large boats trading in gold tip metal spears. Columbus took two of these spears and sent them back to Spain to be assayed. They were microscopically inspected in Spain. And then they found that of 32 parts, 18 were gold, 6 of silver, 8 of copper. That's identical with spears being forged in African Guinea. And all the songs... The songs that the, Af- the Native Americans were using for these pairs are the same songs that the Africans were using, Ghana and Kane, and Kani, and Ghanin, etc. The Americans had added one word, Ghanini, the gold merchants, which refer to the Africans bringing in these things. And then I found Ferdinand Columbus wrote a book in his father. He said, my father told me he saw Negroes north of Honduras, and then I found that Vasco Nunez de Balbo in September 2015, year 1513, coming down the slopes of Cuarcoa, which is in Darien, which we now call Panama, actually saw two tall black men among the Native Americans. The Spanish were startled. These men were about a foot and a half taller than the Native American. They were exceedingly black. They had a different texture of hair, different features and they asked the native americans where did these black men come from and they said we don't know but they're in a large settlement nearby and we're waging war with them and we've captured these two several people commented that peter martier one of the first historians in america said that these black people must have been shipwrecked long ago from africa and had taken refuge in these mountains now, it begs the obvious question is, why do we know nothing of, of this? Why do we have to have this television interview to find these these remarkable stories see, and facts? Our, The problem is that if you have a certain frozen vision about the people and you find an odd bit of information here, you're not going to follow it up and find that there's a whole lot of odd bits of information because it's impossible to believe. It's like believing that... Um, other people, other human beings went to the moon before us. Okay, because, so that if you heard about that, you know, the whole thing becomes
0: ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Can I just end with this one thing? These four brothers sitting here, we didn't all come from Africa. And there was a united, there there was a country before 1492, And our history goes way beyond fourteen ninety two. So you can't start us at fourteen ninety two. We were always here.